and welcome to The Garden, a podcast for spiritual seekers. I'm Jody Fletcher of The David Connection, and this is a show about how to connect to nature and the planet in ways that will enable deeper and greater healing for you and for us all. Hi, friends. I am going to get into the reading from the light, which I just recorded a few minutes ago um, in just a moment. But it occurs to me that this is the first episode of Welcome to the Garden, and I should probably introduce myself and tell you a little bit about what I do. My name is Jody Fletcher, and I am a psychic reader and um, an automatic writer. I channel the light, which is my soul's connection to source. And I also communicate with the planet and with some non-corporeal beings of light who have come through to help me in my journey. So I have a, a team of beings of light who are sort of signed on. We have a soul contract to do this work here together. And so as this podcast goes on, I'm sure they will all have things to say. I'm sure the planet will have things to share. This first episode is just a message from the light for right now because times are pretty intense right now. So if this podcast resonates for you, you can always find out more about this work online at thedavicconnection.com. It's D-E-V-I-C, and I'll put the link in the show notes. And there's all sorts of information on there about um, what is the Davic realm and how to co-create with beings of light from the Davic realm and from nature and all of that kind of stuff. So um, I intend to continue putting resources as they become available um, on there. And I'm also on Instagram at the David Connection. So that's where I've been posting a lot of um, more day-to-day stuff. So I'd love to um, see you around there. The other thing I want to say is that in the reading, um, there are times where I... Um, the light had me call on Archangel Michael and some of the other archangels and the Christ light. And I want to hold space for people for whom Christianity is triggering because um, I have a history of, you know, having grown up in a Christian church and having experienced a certain level of toxicity of religion and of Christianity. And I want to say that as I call on the Christ light, um, it's with an understanding that that being is a being unto itself without the connections to the religion that is Christianity. So if you have um, a, a triggered response to Christianity, I understand completely and I hold space for that. And I just want you to know that as that being is called on, it is without a connection to the Christian church. And if the Christian church is for you, <laughs> the, the means through which you receive light and experience light, then I hold space for that as well because we are all on our own journey and we are all finding 
ways to share our spiritual experience and our um, understanding of the energies and the beings of light who have come through and who have provided us with the resources we have here on this planet um, and continue to do so. So with that said, I'm going to just allow the message from the light now to uh, play and I hope you're all well and I'd love to hear back if you know these things are resonating get in contact on my website or on Instagram and I will see you soon. Hi friends and welcome to this the first episode of Welcome to the Garden. I want to start by just asking that you close your eyes and take a deep breath and visualize yourself in this garden with me as I share this message from the light. And I like to visualize it um, as like a little table and chairs surrounded by gorgeous flowers, surrounded by gorgeous foresty woods. And if you listen carefully, you can hear water, a little stream running in the background and you can feel the breeze and you can smell the flowers and you can feel the beautiful sunshine warming your face and we've got some uh, coffee or tea or lemonade whatever whatever is your favorite and we're just gonna sit and have a little chat and the light wants to come through and speak about beginnings because this is a beginning for me this uh, podcast is beginning but also we are witnessing a beginning for the entire world Um, as I record this it's March 22nd of 2020 and we are in the midst of something that is unprecedented in most of our lifetimes We, many of us, are um, sheltering in place as the coronavirus, COVID-19, does its thing. And it's a different world than the one we lived in just a week ago, even. And it's changing so rapidly and so drastically, and so many of us have no idea what life will bring next and the light wants you to embrace that uncertainty not with fear not with anxiety but with an openness to discovering what will happen next because when we lock down on what we believe or think really hard should be happening what we believe or think should be next what should be our future what we want to make manifest in 3d oftentimes we shut off the process of discovery we clamp down on what we think we've determined should be the thing that is the most exciting or most beautiful or you know most what we want And we fail to see the gorgeous discovery of what the light has to bring and what our souls are bringing forth for us on our path. So 
This is about beginnings, and beginnings are often also about endings. And that is the part that can be scary, and that is the part that can be, it can feel very overwhelming. And um, for me, I have had a lot of this happen in the last few years. I'll give you a couple of examples because I find myself with a lot of tools that (laughs) as things happened, I could never have anticipated how these tools would be useful during these times. But um, to start with, several years ago, I got very, very sick. And I had been on the brink of really getting a lot of what I thought I wanted. You know, I like I had determined a career I wanted and a lifestyle I wanted. And I was very, very close to being able to make that happen. And then I couldn't do any of it. And I had to leave my home, move in with my mom, and basically lay still for a couple of years. I was pretty much bedbound and definitely homebound. I could leave the house, you know, for appointments basically, and then come back and recover for a week at least from just like going out for an hour. So I know a thing or two about isolation and the light wants me to share what I learned from that. And I'm not entirely sure what, you know, it's like, it was such a dynamic process of learning in that way. But one of the things I learned that is most important in times like this is that when we let go of what we think we want, we discover that there is so much more open to us and like on offer to us from our soul and from the light. So for me, I thought I wanted a career that was very 3D based. I was, um, I was a newspaper reporter and I had started to go freelance and I wanted to write magazine articles and do a lot more sharing of, um, creative nonfiction essays and things like that. And I, as part of my illnesses, had such severe brain fog, I could not form a sentence anymore. And from that came this work, which was not anything I would have ever thought I would be doing with my mind. But it was a part of my soul's journey. And my spirituality was always a part of my path, whether I was um, embracing it or fighting against it. It was always a part of my path. But I could have never, with my mind, decided that I was going to do psychic readings or I was going to share spiritual writing or I was going to be um, channeling messages from the light or doing automatic writing with my guides and with my friends who are not in a corporeal form. So from what felt like the end of life as I knew it came a new life that is so much more in harmony with my soul and its purpose. So something that can be gained from being held in place and being isolated is a true 
communication with your own soul. And what that means for each one of you is going to be completely different. But the way you can start to pay attention, the light is saying that you can develop a nuanced understanding of what your feelings are telling you. And these are not emotional feelings. These are like your um, intuitive feelings, what you're like what they call gut instincts or um, what your strong, like impulsive, it's it's a a very visceral and physical uh, response. It's like your um, adrenal response, your fight and flight. So you can start to pay attention to what those responses are doing right now because they're heightened right now because we are in such a state of uncertainty because the entire world is in this state of uncertainty and there is so much fear and anxiety and you can start to pay attention to what your body is telling you because you will find that your body is telling you when you are on your soul's path and when you're diverging from it so This is a really neat energy, actually, that you can um, just tap into and allow to flow through you. So as you are likely at home or um, I do want to take a moment to allow some space for the people who can't be at home right now, our healthcare workers, our grocery store workers, our delivery people who are providing us with our services, Um, anyone else who finds that their life and livelihood depends on um, putting their own safety and their own health at risk in service to others. I want to take a moment and express my deep and heartfelt gratitude and surround you all in light, love, peace, healing, and protection and that is coming through from the light and it is coming through from Archangel Michael and it is coming through from all the Archangels of healing and any and all beings of light who are here to assist you as you do your work because there is a network of beings of light who are here to provide assistance to those of you who are out there doing God's work in keeping us fed and keeping us safe and keeping us as well as we can possibly be. And to the people who are holding space for those who are transitioning, I also call on the Archangels of Healing, the Archangels Michael, Gabriel, Uriel, and Raphael, the Christ Light, and divine light, source, creator, God, to please surround you all in the most harmonious, most balanced, and most perfectly healing frequencies of light that you might do your work and provide the healing to those beings who are transitioning, to those beings who are not well, and that those frequencies might help heal us all. Because here's the other thing that is so important to remember right now is that we are being shown that we are all connected. 
that we are all a part of a global community and we are all connected in oneness to one another. Now, spiritually and energetically, many of us have been able to see that as we tune into energy. You know, it's like you you see that we live on the same planet and that our survival is dependent on us being good caretakers for the planet and for each other energetically. But we're seeing that manifest physically in 3D through this virus that is showing us that in coming within six feet of one another, we are connected deeply, intimately, and physically in all the most life and death kind of ways. So we're all gaining, I mean, even people who are not spiritually connected to the energy of the planet are seeing in 3D the fact that we are all connected in oneness. And what the light is saying is that that is an opening and that is a beginning for a great deal of healing to take place on this planet. As we let go of the things that we thought we knew, as we let go of what we thought we wanted, what we thought we needed, and the certain amount of safety we might have felt in the systems and structures that were in place. And again, I want to take a moment here to acknowledge that the systems and structures that were in place were not safe for everyone and did a great deal of harm to a number of people based on all sorts of unjust factors like race, like class, like where you live in the world. And so I, wanted, I want to take a moment to hold that space in light for the imbalances that took place and for the fact that a, a number of people the world over knew intimately because it was their experiential understanding that the world was not fair, it was not just, and that the systems and structures in place were there to perpetrate a lot of harm to a lot of people. But for those people who felt a certain sense of safety and security within those structures, it's time to let that go because it was built on shifting sands and it was built on a deep imbalance and a deep um, injustice and it was built on the the very backs of the peoples it was harming and we in understanding now through this virus that we are all a part of the same global human community we can open our hearts to the fact that we want to build a more just, more equal, and safer world for us all. That in doing so for one, we are doing so for all. That when we, when we reach the other side of 
this global pandemic, that we might have more space and compassion in our hearts for every single living being on this planet and how their well-being and their very existence is a part of our well-being and our very existence. And when you get out of the fear and you get out of the anxiety and you get up into this energy of connection to oneness, it is a really uplifting energy. And so that's why as much as there are the logistical 3D concerns of and and they're vital and they're important and they are not to be understated. How are people going to survive? You know, their livelihoods are being impacted drastically. But when we can let go of our fear and anxiety and move into an understanding that this is an opening for a new beginning, this is an opening for us to come together as a human community to provide a world that is more in alignment with harmony, balance, co-creation, and ultimate healing for us all, that is a really, really beautiful energy. And that moves through my heart in a way that makes me feel so much better. And I just don't know another way to say so much better (laughs) because it sounds like um, so simple and it's not a simple energy. It's a dynamic energy and it is a multidimensional energy and it is an opening. It's a beginning. But it has to come with the understanding that we are also letting go of that which no longer serves us. And that is sometimes very hard. When I let go of my career several years ago when I got so ill, I didn't understand why it no longer served me because I had not yet seen what would what would come next. But it didn't serve me any longer. And I can tell you that it was not easy to let that go and it's still there are still twinges of remorse over what I thought that I was going to get to do with my life and the things I thought I was going to get to share and the impact I thought I was going to get to have but for me in my life that was not in harmony or balance with my path with my soul's path and with my soul's journey and what work I am meant to be doing in this world so it's not it's not easy and the light is saying to hold space for it not being easy to give yourself moments to grieve what you thought you had and what you thought the world was and what you thought um you were gonna do next and in grieving also be open to discovering what's next because it can be beautiful and it can be expansive and it can be full of wonder and that is such a beautiful energy to to just step forward into your path knowing that because it is your soul's path because it is the calling of your soul because it is you coming into alignment with your soul and with the light that it is full of wonder and you will see and experience so many things that you could never have dreamt of. Um, 
The next thing the light is saying to talk about is collective grief. Because we are all collectively grieving what we thought we knew and what we thought we had. And so to share a bit from my life experience, um, I have a lot of experience with grief over the last few years. I have been um, tasked with the sacred duty of helping loved ones transition over the last few years. And um, some of those transitions were quicker and some were longer term. And the thing that it's, it's telling me to share with you is that um, when you are holding space for any kind of uh, process of transformation or transmutation or transition, right? And, and death is a transition and transition is a death, no matter what, if you're speaking of physical death or just the death of, you know, um, something that you thought you wanted or your dream that you held dear that is not going to happen right now because of circumstances. It's the same energy. There's the same grieving process. And it's saying to be mindful of the fact that grief is an energy, not an emotion. Grief is an energy that moves and that if you allow it to move, it can bring you to the same kind of discovery that the light was just talking about in terms of letting go and new beginnings and allowing for endings and all of that. So when you allow grief to move, you will discover all sorts of things that you never could have thought of with your mind. Um, And there's also a divine timing in play here. And so it's saying to share this my most recent um, loved one who transitioned was a dear cat friend. His name was Mouse. And I'm just getting a bit emotional because it's only been about a week and a half. And he loved being in his body. He loved being a cat. He had a magnificent cat body. (laughs) And he loved to show it off. Oh, God. I hope some of you can get the energy because he was just like such a delightful delightful being and um he really wanted to stick around and he tried very hard to stay um but he didn't struggle when I say he tried hard to stay he kept trying to eat um he kept trying to do the things he needed to do to stay alive but it was just not it wasn't working anymore he just couldn't he couldn't take food he couldn't like embody the food anymore it just didn't work anymore um so he went very peacefully he went very he went without struggle it was a beautiful beautiful death and um in his leaving when he did he left on thursday march 12th and on friday march 13th i think a lot of us woke up feeling like the world was a different place than it had been especially here in north america i think that the awareness was different in in different places depending on where you live but here in north america um that friday um where i live the state closed all the schools you know we just became aware that this thing was much bigger than we understood and that 
life as we knew it was going to change drastically overnight. So he he left and in his leaving when he did, it opened up the opportunity for um, my family to move in a couple ways that we would not have been able to. Um, I do still live with my mom and she has a dog who doesn't get along with cats. And we live in a house where um, that is possible to keep them sequestered, right? But um, it was it was beneficial for us to go to a different house that was actually my home from when I was able to live alone. And thankfully, I have, through the help of some friends and um, and loved ones, I've been able to keep this house. And this is where we are now. And um, it's not a house where you can keep cats and dogs separate. And it's not a place where um, we would have been able to be. But it's a place where I can be deeply connected to the earth and to some elements of nature that I was not able to in our house in the city. So, um, you know, so that's a little like a little lesson in divine timing for me is knowing that he left at the exact moment he needed to, to open up doors for us to be able to move in the ways that we needed to as a family. So it's hard still, and there is the emotional component humanly that misses my friend. And that is part of the grieving. But if I hang on too tightly to, I miss my friend, I miss his body, I miss him being embodied, I miss him being here physically, then I clamp down and I don't allow my grief to flow through me. And I don't allow the expansion of that grief through my heart to allow the healing that takes place when we do let go. Um, So the next thing that it's telling me to share is that the understanding for a lot of us who did not necessarily know we were death workers is coming online. So if you feel that you have the space to hold for those who are transitioning, and this is not just about COVID-19, this is about transition happening everywhere, right? I didn't understand until very recently what I was doing as my loved ones and friends were transitioning. But my field has the capacity to help with that process and to provide a healing to those beings as they are transitioning. And in turn, I have had such profound experiences of healing myself from being aware of and participating in these transitions. So if this resonates for you, I will talk more about this. I won't go into too many details because I'm afraid it might be triggering to some people who are not death workers. But if you find yourself sparked by this talk, start to pay attention to the ways in which your field is reacting to death. And, you know, I'm, I'm being reminded of how... Um, when the Australian bushfires were happening and the animals, the the massive numbers of animals that were transitioning. And um, just how is your field reacting to that? And are you 
capable of holding that space. And if you are, just find ways to do so. And in doing so, take care of yourself as well, because it is a big energy to hold. And as my cat was transitioning, it took its toll in some ways. So be aware of the ways in which it takes its toll and provide for yourself in those ways. Um, so I'm just asking the light now to, if there's anything else that needs to come through in this first episode, and it's telling me, just be mindful, just be mindful, pay attention to the energies, to pay attention to the flow of energies through you, around you, and in those around you, and through those around you, because we are all in a heightened state of awareness And that can be an opening for a lot of healing for us all. So it's not going to go into any more details. It's saying to just take the energy of those words and allow it to move. And it says we'll get into more details later. So I want to say thank you to anyone who's listened. And um, I am... Asking Archangel Michael and the Christ light, the Mother Mary, and any and all archangels of healing and beings of light from the Davic realm, I'm asking the planet herself, and any and all um, devas of nature, wherever you all are and where you are listening from, to surround you all in beautiful light, love, peace, healing, and protection. And I'm asking that we all find ways to co-create the more harmonious, more balanced, and more healing world that we all deserve and that all the beings on this planet deserve. So um, I will say goodbye for now, and thank you. Thank you for listening. Um, I'm so grateful, and I hope you all are well.